regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And like every single week, my name is Gav Murphy, and today I'm joined by John Log Blythe. Uh, hello there, how are you doing? And Mr. Joseph Scrabbles. Bonjour. <laughs> 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 oh, we got some features. We got some features, boys. Log, what are you, what are you bestowing oh, upon us this ever. evening? I am reacting to my last week's feature in which I detected a small girl being obnoxious in the background, and I'm here to tell her she was not right. <laughs> you don't know me, little girl, but by the end of this feature, your ears will be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, what have you got for us? Well, ever heard of a little thing called golden syrup? Nah. Well, on the front of a golden si- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in talking to little girl mode, sorry. <laughs> nah. Well, on the front of a golden syrup, you'll find a picture of a cat. And that cat has a dark secret, a biblical secret, one we'll uncover today. Fantastic. Let's jump right in, boys. Nah. Pay some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Toss some coins for some features, and you get a B name. I know this feels, this uh, saying this is a bit old man shouts at Cloud, but I feel like every funny video that I guess sent now is like just three minutes of the worst person in the world character and it's just a comedian pretending to be someone who is a shit oh right just right. being a shit at what point was that we were like this is because like I saw one the other day it was like oh imagine if someone was like this and it's just someone being and I was like no one is like that <laughs> that's not funny what, what not even one of the Famous Twitter comedians impersonating a politician like that. It's just, no. imagine a generic dickhead. Yeah. Oh. It was like, oh, ima- imagine if someone reacted to the news like this. And it's just, and it's like, it's always like a posh white person. What? Sorry. <laughs> one of my friends, imagine if one of your friends brought a euphonium to the pub and played it every time you had a drink. <laughs> the, That's what it's like, man. The one I've noticed recently, I've been served... I think I've had three in three days, and they're not right. that bad, but it's always like daytime television shows are like this, yeah. and then they do like 500 different four-second skits, and then today's one was like, everything in the 2000s on TV was a little like this. I had that one, yeah. Uh, and they're not bad, but I don't know why that's the format. It's like, yeah. instead of doing one sketch, they do 300 of them, and you only remember one bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> And the whole comments is people saying their favourite four seconds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've absolutely algorithmed their own comedy. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, let's do that. Because <laughs> if that was Vine, you just have the one clip and yeah. it'd, be the, it'd be the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. That's one Vine account over the course of the entire lifespan of Vine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the famous Viners got to be looking at TikTok being like, fuck that. <laughs> They're going to burn out by next week. <laughs> What's that, a three and a half minute sketch? That's <laughs> like, yeah, my whole winter output. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I, like, I, I now and again look at TikTok and things like that and be like, oh yeah, like I've got a funny idea for that. And then I just go... I'll just, I'll just say it. I'll just, I'll, I'll say it to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only thing I think 
Oh, no, I've got two things on TikTok. One I find funny. The other one was me. I bought some Chinese sweet and sour chicken balls, and one of them looked slightly like an ocarina. And I spent fucking ages doing the little ocarina of time music while fiddling on a Chinese chicken ball. (laughs) And it just sits there with, like, 30 views forever. (laughs) I wasted an evening on that. What is the <laughs> my um so i've got a mate who's like uh job in stand-up and he's just like i'm not fucking doing it i'm not fucking doing it um but like my my niece when i, I was home at christmas um she, she's she's in the tiktok and making videos on tiktok and uh and she's had a couple like pop off oh wow but ever since ever ever since then has ne- not been able to replicate it, even Ooh. though, as, as she says, she's making funniest shit. But she was like, I've got a little... Uh, so we got really pissed up on Negronis on Christmas Day. And uh, she was like, I've got a little theory, though. She's like, taking a fucking hit of her elf bar, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking... You never... Guess what? This is what they do, right? <laughs> they give you one yeah. early, do- early doors in your TikTok career it's like when you're playing bots on Fortnite when you just start so that they hook you yeah she's like they give you one and then you're hooked and i can't get it back because <laughs> i've had two i've had two <laughs> which one was the bot success yeah. and which one was the real success the thing is though, i was like i uh, like i think i'm so insecure that i'd be like i don't really want to try tiktok because what if i don't even get one i'd be like even the bots don't want me yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just an es- escalatingly desperate series of videos of you going beep bloop ba ba blop laugh mate just holding cocoa up is this something then <laughs> topless with cocoa what do you want you don't want the ass you can't want the ass <laughs> that sounds like one of steve's old pornos he used to talk about you can't can't want the ass volume four (laughs) features the regular features spooky noise in your ears features a regular feature Ghosts and wolves with teeth coming into your bed Boys, we conferred just before the podcast began mm-hmm. on whether either of you had seen the logo on the front of a tin of Tate and Lyle Golden Syrup I think I remember it because it's something from my formative years in the 1920s Without looking, Log, <laughs> describe it A dark green Yep. White ink, a kind of raw iron border, mm. and a lion. With There's all, a lion involved. With, mm. with that, what's the word for rampant with one paw up? Like he's going, oh, ducky, get you. Quite, it, uh, quite uh, the opposite, look. Is he rampant um, on one foot? Oh, no. Quite the opposite of even, <laughs> oh, ducky. It's a dead lion. Dead! <laughs> look at it. I, I was going to say, is it, is it, because it, golden syrup was never a big thing in uh, in our house. But is it quite passporty? I feel like it it's, quite bit, yeah, it's quite passporty. That's a great way of putting it. It's what if Fortnum and Masons made a passport? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Fucking hell, is he dead? That's a dead lion, my friends. He's been shot. Oh yes. Well, there's, there's flies all around him having a bit of it. 
You've fallen into the trap, Log. You've what? fallen into the trap. They're not flies. This was a scandal. Bullets. They're on tiny the internet. flying lions. <laughs> what? <laughs> this was a scandal on the internet a little while ago, and people came in and said, "There's a story behind this lion." Ooh. Do you see the quote under the lion? Out of the strong came forth sweetness. Do you know what's sweet, boys? That's not golden syrup. <laughs> Blood. Sugar. Lion. Oh. What do we, flesh. What do we love that's sweet? Fucking hell, are they bees? They're bees, boys. No way. What, is that fucking lion a honeycomb? Yes, it is. The fuck? The lion is the hive, boys. Oh. The lion, lion is, the is hive. hive. <laughs> that was who was phone? <laughs> that was the funniest bit in your ramble thing. Where you say, chair is hive. Yeah. What the, the fuck is out, happening? Out of the Strong Came Forth Sweetness is based on the Bible. It's from a Bible story. Oh, wow. It's from a cool Bible story about Samson, who once scooped honey out of the guts of a lion hive. What did you do that for? This is all real. Why did you do that? Well, how about, Gav, we do a little bit of bible reading today oh what if i was to read you from judges 14 from where this story originates mm. okay let's tell the story of samson the lion and the bees fucking hell this is judges 14 i got it off bible.com i don't know what translation they do on bible.com this, is, this is better not make me religious it might do <clears throat> Samson went down to Timnah and saw there a young Philistine woman. When he returned, he said to his father and mother, I have seen a Philistine woman in Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. His mother and father replied, Isn't there an acceptable woman among your relatives or among all our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines to get a wife? Sidebar. I don't know why they care about the wife not being circumcised. <laughs> Seems very odd to me. <laughs> But Samson said to his father, get her for me. She's the right one for me. Samson went down to Timnah together with his father and mother. As they approached the vineyards of Timnah, suddenly a young lion came roaring toward him. The spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. Yeah, that's my go-to for tearing apart comparisons. <laughs> yeah, like tissue paper, young goats. <laughs> but he told neither his father nor his mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and he liked her, says the Bible. <laughs> Sometime later, when he went back to marry her, he turned aside to look at the lion's carcass, and in it he saw a swarm of bees and some honey. He scooped out the honey with his hands and ate as he went along. When he rejoined his parents, he gave them some, and they too ate it but he did not tell them that he had taken the honey from the lion's carcass. Mmm, corpse honey, said, Salmon, said Samson, grinning as wide as a Pharisee on Pharisee Day, which is when the Pharisees bought each other long Pharisee hats and wore them to the marketplace and shouted, I have the tallest hat! I have the tallest hat! I could put a whole stave or many unleavened breads inside, and you'd still think it was just long hat up there. Samson had put some of the honey in a gourd, and when he got to Timna, he offered it to his betrothed. She took a gulp and said, Fuck, Samson, this honey's good. It tastes like musk. 
Have you ever thought of getting into the honey business? Samson considered and returned to the lion's den to taste some more honey that came out of the cat-gut hive. But his hubris was not rewarded. A bee stung his pinky finger, which he'd popped into a hexagon like a Jerusalem cop who wants a little lick of old-timey cocaine. Curse you, the bees, said Samson to the bees, and he took one bee into his hands and tore it apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But a young goat the size of a bee. (laughs) (laughs) They wrote different in those days. (laughs) Samson returned to Timna and said to his wife, No dice, babe. The bees won't let me have more honey. And Samson's wife lamented and cursed God and bees and tore out her hair and put it in her pockets and went to the well and emptied her pockets into the well and all the Philistine stews became full of hair. Samson went for a walk out of fury and came upon the lion corpse and the bee corpse. And in the bee corpse, he saw that an even smaller swarm of bees had made honey inside the dead bee. (laughs) He scooped out that honey and tasted it and said, Jesus Christ, whoever that is, what a honey that is, and ran home. Wife, wife, he shouted when he got back to Timna. I've got even better honey now. And Samson's wife praised God and bees and drew water from the well and glued all her hair back. Well, at least as much hair as was left after all the stews got full of the hair. Two years later, Samson and wife... (laughs) Caption, new chapter. (laughs) Fade. (laughs) That's a whole verse. Just that line, two years later. That's Judges 14.9. I love how Judges 13... Seven and thirteen eight were both. I have the tallest hat. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, Samson and wife Honey Limited was doing a roaring trade. Each day, Samson would find a bee and tear it in half. Each next day, Samson would return and find that smaller and smaller bees were making smaller and smaller amounts of honey. After the sixth or seventh cycle, when the bees were the size of a really, really small grain of rice, like a sushi rice, Samson had realised he could tear multiple bees per day and thus increase his yield. By the grace of God, Samson began to bottle the honey and sell it to Philistines under the name Lion Juice, and he marketed it as an aphrodisiac. The Philistines would use it as a sort of sex lube, but sometimes it hardened upon their cock if they had a longer sesh, and in a panic, the Philistines would tear at it and remove their foreskin by accident. (laughs) And that is how Samson finally circumcised all the Philistines. Here endeth the lesson. So just remember that when you next eat a pancake. Of the two things written on there, out of the strong came forth sweetness. That's cryptic, but the one thing that's Mm. slightly more cryptic is partially inverted refiner's syrup. (laughs) Fucking. Oh, God. You you know how to sell some shit, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, good work, Tate and or Lyle, whichever you was, one of you was in the design department. Was it one of those things that popped off on Twitter where it was just like, I was today years old when I found out that Diane is dead? Yeah. That's the thing. That's why I don't like going on Twitter anymore now because uh, when you get to like 37, I don't want to log on in the morning and be like, you know that thing that you've been doing every day? Of your life mm. for the last 20 years. You've been doing it wrong, you fucking div. Crack the egg in your ear. It's the fastest way. <laughs> it comes out of your mouth, scrambled and straight into the pan. <clears throat> uh, yeah, well, imagine reading one of those today, I was today years old things, <clears throat> and then sitting with it for three weeks, and that's what you do with it. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> I'm sad that I'm happy. 
small, but I'm doing fine. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful, yeah. I'm green, but I'm see-through. I'm wet, but I'm somehow dry. I shake when I wobble, baby. And what it all comes down to is that all a jelly boy can do is jiggle and spin. I got no skin or muscle And my bones are made out of gelatin Because we're in the middle of the podcast now It feels like I'm allowed to say this uh, Because putting it at the, at the top Would feel like we were taking the piss um, But I don't know if you remember Anyone who follows us on Twitter Or you guys as well um, but British Kebab Awards. <laughs> what? Is that news? <laughs> the, the, sort yeah, of. So, so there should the, the be. They, 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 so a little sort of peek behind the curtain. Obviously, we did <clears throat> uh, two kebab episodes mm-hmm. in 2020, was it? Pre- yeah, oh, pre- preview and review. Is it really that long yeah. ago? October yes. 2020. Oh, wait. No, it can't have been. Tw- it must have been 2019. Still so oh, raw. Fucking hell. Fucking that- hell. Is that right? No, it's not. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Got to be. Yeah, exactly. It's been a 2021 and a 2022 already. Um, but basically, yeah, we did a, the preview and review of the British Kebab Awards, which people really enjoyed. Um, and then the weird thing happened where the awards were in October, but they were meant to be in March. Um, and the year after, rather than move the f- 2022 awards, they had the British Kebab Awards in October 2021, and then they also had a British Kebab Awards in March the following of 2020, March. Uh, 2022. <laughs> um, Which meant all the kebab houses had to make <clears throat> twice as many kebabs to qualify yeah. in half the uh, we, time. Which, which felt very quick to me. Um, they were sort of no they weren't weird i mean like I don't, it's a fucking awards thing that costs 300 quid a ticket like i don't want to be like oh yeah they didn't invite us no um, they invi- <laughs> after all but, you did for them gav <laughs> yeah um but le- late doors joe and i got invited to i think what we worked out was like the intro the reception, reception. <laughs> yeah oh is that like getting so, invited to the press room before imagine the evening do at a wedding but opposite you yeah. just get the bit where everyone's sort of milling about and getting to know each other and there's some chips because yeah. they're sponsored by chips. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like the evening do, is it? It would be like getting invited to that bit in the wedding, which lots of people dislike when there's like, you know, like the 90 minutes of downtime in between the ceremony and the yes. food and all the all the fun shit. That it's getting, exactly like, it's, it's, it. it's like getting invited to that. And then when everyone fucks off to get food, they're like, all right, see you later, mate. Um, so we got invited to that. So we uh, on the day. So we politely declined and said, oh, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to make it down, blah, 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 blah. Then when they announced the new uh, British Kebab Awards, we, I, I think like we, one of either Joe or me, I can't remember who it was anyway, but quote retweeted the announcement with um, how many retweets oh, yeah, to, get, yeah. to get Joe and Gav to the awards and to get to present an award legally in brackets legally <laughs> like if those people have never listened to the, if the british cabal has never listened to the podcast i don't know what they thought of the brackets legally but anyway and maybe they thought 
we were treating this as a verbal contract. <laughs> yeah. Do you kind of remember this? Didn't they say something like 10,000? 5,000. 5,000. Oh, that's not that many. Yeah. Well, that's too many more than I've ever had, but whatever. I mean, we about 4,500 people listen to this podcast that we that we think. We don't know, actually. Like, mm. I think on SoundCloud, it's usually between like three and 5,000. The old episodes and, have got in the fucking 20s, mate. I think just be, we've just got loads of dedicated people who go down backwards and hate us now. Well, dedi- dedicated be fucked, are they? Because we've only got 115 retweets on that tweet. Like, I think... Wildly good. good for fucking yeah. about on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, true, actually, yeah. Um, but as good as that is, is uh, very late of the mark, mm. very, very wide of the mark mm. to 5,000. Um, so I looked at how much it would cost to buy the retweets. Oh, did you do it? Mm. So it's been on my list to do for ages, on my to-do list for ages. Uh, and then today then I was just farting about. So I thought, oh, I'll just do that. Did it, uh, paid for them. Um, um, was just about to send a text to Steve going, hey man, uh, <laughs> going to need some Patreon dollars because <laughs> I've, ju- I've just bought 5,000 likes on a tweet. Um, bought it anyway. They're going to be delivered between in seven to 10 days. I assume they parcel them out so it doesn't look fucking insane. Um, I mean, it wouldn't look and- insane, would it? Because like, they're all retweeting it to <clears throat> themselves. It's not like anyone's going to see the retweet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. So I sent Joe a text, very excited, going, hey, man, just let you know. Because uh, Joe and I talked about this plan in the pub a couple of times. And I was mm. like, oh, hey, man, just let you know. I finally did this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, just bought the 5,000 likes, Joe. Then I get a text back off Joe. But Gav, they asked for 5,000 retweets, not likes. Oh, you fanny. <laughs> I just assumed you'd misspoke then. I was just about to say Gav, Gav. <laughs> Gav, have you have you said how much that cost you? That's doesn't matter, Joe. So well, it doesn't. If okay. that costs uh, any more than twenty quid, I'll be fucking. Oh, disgusted. mate, you're going to be it's so way, angry. Way more than t- it's way more than twenty pounds. It's so much more. It's so cheap to get bots to do fucking likes. No, it isn't. Well, I could I could do one now for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. you've walked that back so quickly. You're like, it's so cheap to get it. Go on, oh, fuck then. off. Uh, I've got an alt. I can do two. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, Have you got an alt? Yeah, it's just to call people cunts. Of course he has. So I fucking reached out to this company anyway. And I said, uh, <laughs> hi there. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> I, ac- I accidentally bought likes instead of retweets for this. Would it be please possible to cancel slash change my order to retweets and then I'll pay the difference? We're a little funny podcast and doing all this for a little bit of a joke. So if you can help us, that, that, that would be so helpful. Our business is a joke to you? The fucking, the, uh, the guy wrote back going, hi Gav, thanks for reaching out to us. I've done some checks and you ordered Twitter likes please see the attached screenshot from our portal and I was like yeah I fucking know what I did man um, so I said yeah 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 um, I'm fully 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 aware is it possible to have that change to retweets instead of likes please thanks hi Gav we cannot do that we have placed your order please reorder again if you want retweets it, it Thank costs you. us as I much to unlike a tweet as it does to like a tweet <laughs> i.e. nothing <laughs> once the this genie's out Gav once the like genie's out they go back in I love, I love the blind optimism of the man who's trying to deceive a, an awards organisation. 
going to the company he uses to deceive them and asking for a favour that costs him money. Like, they're not going to change it, guys. Listen, listen. Uh, But also, I've come around on the idea because I think if a tweet had got 5,000 retweets, but the likes was on like 100, I'd think something weird was going on. Oh, that's very true. Yep, yep. This is how I, this is how I've managed to convince and, myself to spend in 300, 300 quid doing this. It's fine. That's, I was going to say, and that's why it doesn't matter. You didn't get that new Nintendo Switch. Like who needs it? <laughs> yeah. I think I think the solution to this is just I fucking miss. spend as much money as you can. It's going to be funny. <laughs> it, I mean, it pays. It's going to pay for itself. Anyway, B names now cost three pounds an episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm also gonna. Um, if we get if we get there, I'm gonna pretend it's your stag do Joe because you're getting married this year, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm just gonna say uh, I'm gonna spring surprise stag do's on you throughout the year. <laughs> I mean, so anytime anytime we go to the pub, be like, today's your stag do, baby. <laughs> you really got ahead of this because you did that to me in Sitges eight years ago. So <laughs> you left me with a group of women in a gay club explaining where the church was because I couldn't give. Couldn't give good enough directions. <gasps> I forgot. I told him you were getting married the following morning. Yeah, and you I? said, yeah. and they said where, and you said, oh, you know the church on the hill, and then left, and I had to kind of come up with <laughs> fake directions to the church on a hill because they didn't know where it was and they were local. Sie die erste Straße links. Well, I wish I could have got you over to do it, Log, but you'd taken all your clothes off and were dancing around a pole. So ah, I was, you wouldn't catch me doing that now. We all took our clothes off. We were in varying states of problem. It was great. And someone said English to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Gav beat him to death. How many likes to get us to Sitges? Thought I was lost in a hairy pie. Soon turned out it was Gavin's eyes. Did it soon? Da 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 but seemingly you will. Please enjoy. I'm going to guess this is applause. I don't know what that was. I'm going to guess that this is a plane taking off. It's on for ages. What's happening? Oh, I can't wait to hear what the fuck this sound is. It doesn't stop. Maybe it is a plane. It's still going. I'm going to guess that this is uh, the donkey from Shrek saying donkey. So we we mentioned that the Rumbleman's feature last week was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, but um, did you pick up in the middle of my feature there was like there was a bit where i went silent it was a kind of narrative pause yeah and you heard a little sort of voice in the background 
little girl playing. The little girl playing, yeah. And like, it was meant to be while I was buying a sausage roll, but that wasn't actually where it was. I actually edited that bit from somewhere else into there because, well, the sound of the cue for the sausage roll was just a lot of winter swimmers. And there's no one more annoying than a winter swimmer queuing for a coffee. So, But I wanted to remind myself of that really annoying thing that the girl on the playground said so I wouldn't forget. Like, you know how Victorians used to tie ribbons around things so they'd remind themselves that they had to remember something. It's like something really... It's the most annoying thing that Victorians did. But me leaving that sound clip in was a funky modern equivalent of a Victorian tying a little knot around their hair. And if you listen back to it, it was the sound of a young girl saying this. I'm Miss Invincible. <clears throat> like I was doing my Ramblema feature, so I didn't stop. But I wanted to. I wanted to stop, and I wanted to say, "Are you? Are you Miss Invincible? How did Miss Invincible get her powers? What's your backstory? And if you truly are invincible, how do you make your stories compelling when you can never really be in jeopardy? And don't give me any of that bullshit about compassion being your weakness, or the story about." the moral implications of being a good person with infinite power like Superman, because that shit won't wash with me, Linda. I wanted to say that, but I bit my tongue because, A, I was doing a podcast, and B, I'm a classy dude. Also, C, I didn't know if her name was Linda. Just a bit of harmless fun, I told myself. She knows she isn't Miss Invincible. But then, she said to her father, I just invented Miss Invincible! (laughs) Now, it's really stuck in my crawl. It didn't annoy me that she seemed to think that simply saying I'm Miss Invincible is the creative equivalent of inventing a fully developed character called Miss Invincible. Like I say, I'm a reasonable guy. She's, what, seven? And it didn't bother me. The thing that annoyed me was I was convinced that such a generic superhero name must already exist. And I was furious with her father for not telling her as much. If that was my child, I'd say, <laughs> Invincibility is a fairly basic power, daughter. I'm pretty sure someone would have already invented a character as rudimentary as Miss Invincible. So when I got home, I decided to find this Miss Invincible character, just for my own satisfaction, you understand. Not in order to print out her Wikipedia page so I could drive back to the park and cram it into Linda's face. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, lads. There was nothing. <laughs> There's no such character as Miss Invincible. There's Mr. Invincible by Pascal Jousselin. He's Mr. Invincible is an award-winning comic book character from 2020 whose only power is to break the rules of comic books. He will, for instance, rescue a cat from a tree by not climbing the tree, but by picking it up from the tree in the box directly below him. That sounds cool. Yeah. He thwarts an evil scientist who runs into his home while he's ironing, by burning the scientist's ass in the next box with a backhand dab of the iron. It's all good and weirdly doesn't get old while you're looking through the free preview on Amazon. I quite recommend it. <laughs> I also like you wouldn't pay for that. I spent 300 quid on fucking likes and retweets for a feature. You will fucking spend 99 pence on a book on Amazon. Well, to be fair, this was written in one hour today and I had been, a lot of it was spent researching bullshit. <laughs> At first I thought after seeing Mr. Invincible, this, this is what I need. This will work. I can, 
if I wanted to drive back to the park and call that girl a derivative hack, which, as we've established, I didn't want to do. But I searched my soul, and I remembered that period of my life when I thought that Ms. Pac-Man was derivative too. And in the end, even I had to admit that the double warp tunnels mixed up the gameplay, and that the arrival of baby Pac-Man in the third intermission really moved the plot along. So, if I'm going to be morally consistent throughout my life, as we should all strive to be, I could not at this stage drive back to the park, which I didn't want to do anyway, and use this in evidence against Linda in a hastily assembled court of law. So I got back on the internet. It was getting dark now, and she could be leaving the playground at any minute. Out of desperation, I followed a Google selection that I'd dismissed before. Type in Miss Invincible... And it suggests Miss Invincible Horse. <laughs> I clicked through. There she was, me smoking gun. <laughs> yes. Tell me once again, Linda, how you invented Miss Invincible when Miss Invincible is a 19-year-old racing horse. Did you really give birth to two-time chase winner Broken Halo, whose performance led him to being the one-to-two favourite at Fontwell last March, where the going was good to soft? <laughs> Is that your father you're hugging right now, Linda? Or is your father Invincible Spirit, trained by John Dunlop from Arundel, West Sussex, and sold in 2022 for a stud fee of €60,000? And do you really have, and I might be reading the Racing Post website wrong here, 1,500 brothers and sisters? What? I had to click show more a lot of times, select all, and copy and paste it into an Excel spreadsheet and count the rows. That fucking Mr. Invincible has had his sperm transported to a lot of fillies. <laughs> and if you do have 1,500 brothers and sisters, Linda, where are they? Because I think I would have noticed them in the playground too. And just one final question. Is your brother, Dania, racing tomorrow at Maiden in round one of the Al Maktoum Challenge? <laughs> now, now, I'm in, now my research has taken me here... And I found out that Miss Invincible, the real Miss Invincible, has a brother racing tomorrow in the United Arab Emirates. I feel I've, I've got to place a £10 bet on that. <gasps> Did he spend money on this feature? I spent feature? money on this feature. Oh, That's today's theme. Amazing. <laughs> you have been hoisted by your £300 petard. I'd like to see Gav get 16 to 1 returns <laughs> tomorrow when we'll find out whether I've won or not. So how much can you possibly win? I put 10 quid on. Daniel's got 16 so you, to 1. So you get 160 quid back. Yeah, and my fee, of course. Cool. Like, you get your stake back as well. That is essentially, yeah. So that is, you pay, could that buy. Could pay for your, I could pay for the likes, Gav. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sort the likes out. <laughs> Have you got any other tips? Because I need to sort the retweets out now. <laughs> If you if can you just record me because I'll edit this obviously but can you just record me a little voice note update on whether or not you've won? Yes, I will. I will go back to the park and do it. <laughs> just yeah. like here okay. I am. Yes. Good. And if you haven't won, jump in the lake. Titty titty bum bum. Titty titty bum. Titty bum bum. Titty bum. Titty titty bum. Hey Gav, I'm in the cellar of my pub and I've got the results of the race. He didn't win. The brother of Miss Invincible didn't win. I, I can't remember exactly how this relates to the morality of what I was doing or 
how this relates to the child on the park being more at fault. But all I know is that she is my enemy now, and I am going to go to that playground, set out a little desk with a sign on the front saying, "You didn't invent Miss Invincible. Prove me wrong." I'm going to debate her. I'm going to debate her and defeat her in the marketplace of ideas. And she's going to lose because she's seven years old and lacks the rhetorical flourish of an angry man. Anyway, thought I'd update you, Gav. Cheers. Love you. Bye-bye. The best things in life are free. But my favourite comes out of a bee. I want honey. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. The queen gives me such a thrill. But it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. What? A lovely episode that was. I enjoyed it very much. So yep. lovely. I believe we should be paid <laughs> to, 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 to do it. It's nice, to, it's nice to talk live with you. It's been a f- couple of episodes since we've been mm. all seeing each other's faces move. Double yeah. remote um, But yeah, if, uh, if you thought that was good as well and you'd like to support the podcast and make sure that it continues um, long into 2023, then you can chuck it some money on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash regular features. But we're not old-timey uh, medicine clerks. You don't get nothing. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we, don't, we don't. You, you don't. We're not data input <laughs> people. <laughs> what? No. If there's, if there's one thing about us, we are not old-timey medicine clerks. Um, and you don't get nothing for your money. You get something for your money. And what do you get? Well, interesting you should ask. Because you get access to the Beehive, which is a very exclusive Discord uh, populated by the sexiest bees in podcast land. Um, and they get to see behind-the-scenes pictures, <gasps> like the screenshot I'm about to take. Oh, that's a good fucking picture, boys. But you also, as well, get a bee name. And that is where we murder off your human name and replace it with a B name, like you fellas are about to do to Stephen West. (laughs) Old-time B medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Old-time B. Uh, Can you also please give a B name to... Angela. Oh, that's not much to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Please, (laughs) Locke. That's not much to go on, said the bee to the tiny hexagon. (laughs) I was going to go for Danglia Plansby. Oh, that's good. Danglia. Danglia Plansby. I don't know what plans B is. But She's got a dangly dang- ass and she'll sting you, but plan B, she'll solve the mystery. <laughs> Danglia plans B. 
Very good. That's beautiful, Joe. Uh, well done, mate. Uh, can you please give a B name to Chris Robson? Rob the son to give to the queen. Mm. You've got to include the little grunt at the end as well. To give that was- to the queen grunt. <laughs> uh let's let's do let's do one more okay and finally can you please give a b name to samuel wood flapping till i'm crapping <laughs> <laughs> flapping <laughs> till i'm crapping fantastic oh that really got me oh, i love flapping till i'm crapping that was really good really really good b names guys well done um <laughs> If, you, if you'd like to get involved in that nonsense, then please go to patreon.com forward slash regular features, jump into the hive, get yourself a B name. Everything's going to be all right. Uh, it will be all right once you're in there as well. I guarantee that. Just send me a message. I'll reply. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features.